Welcome back, everyone, to episode 75 of the Popcorn Podcast. I'm Tommy Cresta. Alongside me, my co-host, Ryan Fran. Today, we are here to review Damien Chazelle's newest film, Babylon. And before we get into the episode, I want to wish everyone a very Merry Christmas or Merry Happy Holidays, because I know not everyone here celebrates Christmas. Ryan and I do. And currently at the moment, me and Ryan are in the Poconos of Pennsylvania. Yep. But uh, yeah, um, Ryan, are you... Uh, are you excited about Christmas? Because when, as of the time of the recording, we are not. It's not Christmas. It's not. But by the when the day that this releases, it's the twenty second today. It is the twenty second today. Yep. This will release on Christmas. Yeah. No, I'm excited. You excited for Christmas? I'm very excited for Christmas. What uh, what did you ask for? Uh, the Game of Thrones books. Mm. Should be getting those. Mm. I, um, I, I asked I for a, a rug for my room because the one I have right now is ugly. You asked for a rug. Yeah. Okay. I'm getting older. I need actual things now. <laughs> That's what sucks. When you when you start asking for clothes on Christmas, life is going downhill. It I sucks. See, I didn't ask for clothes. Really? I'm still I'm still I'm still kicking. I did. I wrote I was like You wanna know what I asked man. for? I what? asked for a gift card to the tattoo bar that I go to. <laughs> of course you did. I um get another Harry Potter tattoo. I'm actually getting a Mandalorian tattoo. Hmm. Again, the crest, the Mandalorian crest, nice. the skull. Yeah, the horn. That'll be awesome. I'm getting on my outside of my Harry Potter. What's one. that thing called? I always forget. It's called the Mandalorian crest. No, the, the, the creature. Animal. Yeah, I don't fucking know. I just want the Mandalorian. What it's, it's it's a symbol for warrior. I just like it. Yeah, no, it's a really cool symbol. And I can add to my to movie stuff and TV. Um, what else I asked for? Oh, I asked for a meta quest. Really? Mm-hmm. I want nice. one. So then we can play games. We can play games. Um, so much fun. I asked for NMDs, the shoes. All right. That's because they're expensive. <clears throat> oh, I asked for yeah. a mental health awareness sweatshirt. Oh, it's nice. It's pretty cool. Oh, but, Mythosaur. Uh, hmm? Mythosaur. That's what it's called. What? The Mandalorian creature thing. It's called a Mythosaur? Mythosaur. A Mythosaurus? Yep. Mythosaur. Mythosaurus? Remember the stories where the, the, the guy was riding it and he's like, rawr. No. Yeah. I didn't watch the show, remember? You hate that show. I don't. I love the second season. The first season's so good. First season sucked. It's like a 9 out of 10 for me. First season of Mandalorian what? is so close to perfect. It is so it's good. Not. It is weekly adventures. It is that not true. That you sit true. down with your cereal when you're a little kid and watch it's on Saturday It's not true morning. at all. <laughs> exactly what it was. No. All right. Get back to Babylon. Oh, but yeah. Wrong. So, happy holidays, everyone. And yeah, today we are here to review Damien Chazelle, as I said, his new film, Babylon, which is amazing. This it movie is. is on the top of my list of movies of the year. This movie stars Samara Weaving, Olivia Wilde, Diego Calva, Tobey Maguire, Brad Pitt, and Margot Robbie. I mean, yeah. this movie was... Just to start off, it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think it had some of the best performances of the year. Agreed. I think this movie will definitely have some Oscar nominations coming its way. Mm-hmm. And already it's already on the short list for a lot of the Academy Awards. Yeah. So, yeah. But uh, it seems to be that not everyone's loving this movie as much as Ryan and I do. It's so divisive. You either love it or hate it. It's so – it's just very odd. Yeah, I have a feeling my dad's not going to like it. Yeah. Because I, I, I feel like – I don't know. So it's – like you will either. IMDb has an 8.2 out of 10, which is really good. 
yeah for an imdb score mm-hmm. metacritic has a 61 which is very good for metacritic but then it's at 58 for rotten tomatoes which is not good no it's it a rotten film yeah it it really doesn't make sense to me because i'm even i'm looking through some of the um some of the comments on it like it's either five out of five or an a or or like a one out of five like it's there's nobody in the middle on this movie you gen it's like you it's genuinely love or hate it so the critic consensus right now is that babylon's overwhelming muchness is exhausting but but much like the industry it honors its well-acted well-crafted glitz and glamour can often be effective in a little more it's well-crafted glitz and glamour can often be an effective distraction but when i read that that sounds way higher than a 58 yeah it i don't the whitney houston movie is at a 45 right now that didn't look that good i think i think she looks pretty good playing her but flapjacks what the whale critically is held at a 63. Oh, God. Held together by a killer Brendan Fraser, the whale sings a song of empathy that will leave most viewers blubbering. Yeah. Uh, its audience scores a 94, though. All right, that's good. Good. I think this is one. I, I think audiences are going to like Babylon a lot more than critics. I think this is going to be a very split See, one. When we were watching it, because. Uh, Thanks to Babylon and Searchlight Pictures, I think. Was it Searchlight? Oh, God. <laughs> I don't remember who. I think it's just Babylon. Thanks to Babylon again for letting us watch this in, what, November? Yeah. End of November? Yeah, yeah. So me and Ryan saw this a month ago. Yeah. It, and it feels like a month ago. Like, when I was still yeah. seeing trailers and stuff, it felt so weird that we had already <laughs> seen it. <clears throat> Which is crazy, because we saw it before the world premiere. Yeah. Which I thought, I was like seeing that. I was like, this is so cool. UK, you dying over there? Oh man, this cough is. Yeah, you are getting killed by that cough. Oh yeah. But uh, I, when I was watching, I was like, oh, this movie's going to be loved by critics and hate by audience. Really? Yeah, I, 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 thought... It, I thought it was going to be like, this like, because this seems like that movie that you're like, oh, this is getting all the Oscar attention. Like, mm-hmm. It's just not. Yeah. It's so weird. It's, I genuinely, I did not see any of this coming. These reviews i i thought audiences were gonna really like it because it is really really fun both oh well audiences might like there's no audience scores yet well i know but imd i mean imdb is by audience members and that's at 8.2 so i mean that means it's doing yeah uh doing relatively well Mm -hmm. but uh yeah the synopsis for this movie is a decadence depravity and outrageous excess lead to the rise and fall of several ambitious dreamers in 1920s hollywood this film starts in 1926, and this film ends in 1962. Yeah. Uh, it, it really just spanned and showed... Do you have two cough drops in your mouth? No, I only have one right now. Oh, it looks like you have one on each. I think my mouth's just swollen from coughing so much. <laughs> I don't, I don't have COVID. Just I don't think that's how it works. Dude, Tobey Maguire's a producer on this movie. Really? Yeah. I just, I just looked. Oh, yeah, he is. Nice. Oh, and shout out to Mary Zafras. She was the costume design killed it oh did a great job absolutely and linus sandgren who also did the cinematography this movie was beautiful yeah beautiful. no it was it was really well shot um i want God. you can take the you want to take the lead on this first well part i don't know what to say i mean it's just so odd the score I, it is out. really hard to look at the like score and see if at the eight i mean oh we can talk about our scores 
Yeah. We each gave it a nine. We... <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it is a month ago, so that makes sense. Um, me and Ryan each gave this a 94. Yeah, I mean, we genuinely really, really liked it because it is, it is a good story. It tells the story of, you know, how so, talking pictures kind of began really, really well. The acting's fantastic. Like you were saying, cinematography's on point. The score is incredible. And it's just a fun movie because it is just a party for the most part. It's an absolute party of a movie that has yeah. some really good, good dramatic scenes slipped in there. And I, ju- I just want to say, Diego Calva, who plays the main character, Manny. It's fantastic. I, I'm amazing. Yeah, he was really, really good. He, I think he deserves an Oscar nomination. I do not think he will win. Yeah. I think he deserves a nomination. I also think Brad Pitt deserves one as Best Supporting Actor. Because mm-hmm. this is a hot take. This might be my favorite Brad Pitt performance ever. Really? I, I mean, I adored it. Wow. I that thought is, he that was, is a pretty hot take. I feel like he's the perfect person to play this character. Yeah. <laughs> that call. I just got gunk in my throat, dude. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I just got to keep clearing my throat. Um, uh, Margaret Robbie was also incredible. Yeah. I mean, she's... There's a very solid chance she's the best female actress working right now. Yeah. But I, I just don't get it. I don't get how it gets such a low score. Yeah. Yes, the movie's nuts. Like, just so you guys know, like, a heads up if, if you're going to go watch this movie. It's wild. It, there's a ton of nudity. It's vulgar. Mm-hmm. It's bloody. It's it's crazy. But it fits the topic of this movie so well. Yeah, the whole point is how showing just how crazy it was back then. Like, how movie stars were just movie stars people today say like oh there's no more movie stars tom cruise is the last movie star back then everybody was a movie star so everybody's having these crazy wild parties it's getting up to crazy stuff and they do not shy away from that in this movie no literally the first scene is bringing an elephant to a party yeah it's the first scene of the entire movie yeah it's and it is great it starts off zero to a hundred and i mean the first so there's it's probably 30 minutes before the credit before the title screen comes up that says babylon Mm -hmm. that 30 minutes is amazing it's wild it is just the craziest way too over the top party sequence Mm -hmm. there's some weird sexual acts happening yeah there's a ton of drugs there's Mm -hmm. dance sequences the score great phenomenal and they released the first i don't know did they release the entire score or they released the top like two songs or whatever yeah the, the one with the trumpets the, yeah. the main score mm-hmm. which i love that got nominated did it that got nominated for best score good because it is really really good they I have mean, released the whole score now. it is so good it's just look at the poster you'll see a sequence it's margaret robbie like leaning back and there's like streamers and everything like that and that is the opening of the movie mm-hmm it's just nuts. It is crazy. It is absolutely wild. It is, a and I don't want to give away a lot because I don't want to. I don't want this to be a spoiler review because I want people to actually like, yeah, go and watch this because I don't want people to just listen to the critics on this. Mm-hmm. But I, <laughs> I mean, uh, Lin Jun Lee. Sorry if I say your name wrong. I'm really trying not to. Not trying to. She plays Anna Marie Wong. Mm-hmm. Anna May Wong. 
her song at the party is just <laughs> yeah everything quiets down you're like oh this is gonna be a nice scene and it's just <laughs> not good <laughs> i mean this is and it's crazy margaret robbie has laid done two of the craziest movies i've ever watched mm -hmm. this and wolf of wall street it, yeah it has the same like feel feeling it. as a wolf of wall street where it is like, it's like this yeah it is a story it is showing like a thing but that thing the story is shown through all this crazy shit like happening over the top fucking yeah. nuts mm -hmm. I, I this needs to win set if batman doesn't win oh yeah these this, set it's pieces wild. were insane. yeah them like filming the movies it was that, absolutely crazy and if if you look yeah, this is not to you i know you love film ryan if people love I, you can tell me if you believe that agree with me on this if you are a fan of movies and how movies are made, and if you're into all the stuff that happens behind the camera, between takes, all of that, you have to watch this movie. Yeah, I agree. Because Ryan and I watched this movie, and then two days later started working on a short film. Mm -hmm. Like, came up with the idea to first start one, and now we have finished the storyboard on it. Yeah. So this movie literally is the definition of a love layer to cinema. Yeah. Would you agree? I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the way it ends. It's does not shy away from that. My eyes watered. Really? Dude, I was just so happy. It was good. It was really, really good. And this movie makes you angry, too. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, it's just... Mm. Do it. Oh, man. Fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. So f stupid. <laughs> not not Damien Chazelle, how the end, like, the characters. Just... Yeah, yeah. And if you think Margot Robbie's attractive, this movie's for you as well. <laughs> That's fair. Not wrong. <laughs> if you want to see Tobey Maguire be absolutely frightening, yep, this movie's for you. Absolutely. If you're a Brad Pitt fan, this movie's a thousand percent for you. Yes. I want you to say something. I feel like you're being cool. Uh, I mean, you have you have your call, so that kind of makes sense. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the right thing to say because just I have nothing negative to say about this movie. Yeah, there really isn't anything negative to say about it. I can. I don't know. I just wanted to talk about it because I was so excited we finally get to talk about it. Yeah. I think each scene in this movie is just done. It's it's odd because each scene is shot in like a different way. Or like yes. not shot, but it's like it's just a different type of feel to it. Like there's the party scene in the beginning and then that's just crazy balls to the wall party. Fast everything. moving camera yeah. work. But then you get scenes like when she's shooting that um the talking film for the first time. Margot Robbie, and that scene just has a completely different feel to it. Another incredible scene, but it's just there's so much tension in that. Even though nobody's like gonna get hurt, it's so tense. Well, okay, but that move that scene ends on one of the craziest notes. Oh yeah, <laughs> that movie's so that scene's so good. Yeah, the thing we haven't even mentioned this. The movie's hilarious too. The movie is it's laugh so out loud funny. funny, but it that's the crazy part. It you laugh. If you're a fan of cinema, like I, at least to me, I got emotional because it's, it's, it's made with love. The movie is yeah. made with love. Like absolutely, Damien Chazelle made this. And he was like, I want to make this, and the fact that he wrote it as well. This was, this was his baby. I also learned that this is he's been trying to make Babylon. Mm -hmm. That was supposed to be his first movie he made, and really? he's like, I'm not ready to make this yet. Yeah, but they. This is the definition of swinging for the fences. Absolutely, you're like I'm going for it now. It just he went, he went all in. If there you've was no seen going Whiplash back. and La La Land, this is pretty much a mix of it. I don't know if I say that. 
it's pretty different from Whiplash. No, it's I still mean, Damien like, Chazelle still has that like feel to it. Yeah, like it has but... that like his love for music is all throughout this movie. Yeah, it has the intensity that mm-hmm. Whiplash has in certain scenes. Yeah, and La La Land has like the wackiness of what La La Land does, and has the love story still. Yeah, and this love story is heartbreaking. It is. The movie's heartbreaking, like at its like at the core. No, it, like, I I it agree. Is a sad story. It is really really sad. But the movie's just it's just made so well too. Like every little camera movement, every piece of lighting, the set dressing, costume, acting, it, everything is just done to perfection. Like it, it's such a well made movie. You can say you don't like the story, and that's fine. But you cannot knock anything about the production of this movie. Another underrated character was Jean Smart. She played Eleanor. She was the journalist. Yeah. She and she has one of the best scenes in the whole movie. I agree. She sits down and has a conversation with Brad Pitt's character, Jack Conrad, and she pretty much just explains, which people don't all love that like this is kind of like a scene that he implemented like a life lesson. Mm-hmm. But he's pretty much explained that not everything lasts. Yeah. Things will come and go, but like actors are kind of like ghosts. Yeah. Because that's what their movies are. People like even now we watch movie like Jaws. The majority of that cast has passed away. Yeah. But we still watch and we still see them and mm-hmm. it's still a love for those characters. Yeah. So like that's another scene where it feels like it was truly made like out of like what I was saying earlier, it's a love letter to cinema. Like he's saying how he showed us just in these three hours, which sounds like a long time, but it's really not. It, it, it flies by years. Yeah. But yeah, I mean the movie's three hours, but it flies by. But it does not feel like three hours. Yeah. To add to your point, I, I felt like people are upset because they say he's just injecting life lessons into it with scenes like that. But I didn't take that as like a life lesson for like you or me. I took that as a life lesson for the character. Yeah. It fits in the story. It's not saying like it's not like a life lesson like, oh, you need to be a good person. Like it's not like that. It's basically saying you were popular, you were famous, and things move on. She's not saying like, hey, in your life, you know, talking to the audience, in your life, things are going to move on. She's saying to Jack Conrad, you're done. Move on. It's it's over. At that point, it's been 20 years. Yeah. It's uh, it is a life lesson for sure, but it's a life lesson for the character, not the audience. At least that's how I took it. Like I'm agreeing with you. It's like that life lesson. Like it's for that character. But like it also like it's something that everyone, I think, has to listen. Yeah. You can absolutely take things out of this movie, lessons and stuff, but they never go like, out of their way. Keep chasing the crazy bitch. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, <laughs> there's Let her many go fish in the sea. <laughs> yeah, like you can take anything from this movie as like a life lesson for yourself, but it's never something that isn't useful for the movie. Every lesson, life lesson in this, whatever, it's a part of the movie. It's integral to the plot. It, it makes sense within the movie. It's not just something Damien Chazelle wanted to tell the audience. It's something he wanted to tell the characters. Yeah. This movie's showing in, like, no theaters. <clears throat> I know. It's weird. It, it better make money. I mean... It's a 70, $78 million budget. Yeah. I can see it not doing well. Not that I'm saying I, I want it to do well, I obviously. want it to do numbers. Yeah. I can see people being like, oh, this looks a little like, crazy. I'm not going to watch this. But I think if enough people watch it and get buzz going... Yeah, it does it... Now, does it do what Wolf of Wall Street does? Where people are like, oh, it seems crazy. And people are like, oh, you got, like, it's, oh, you got to see it's this. that yeah. crazy. Like, yeah. you have to watch it. I think, especially if this comes out with like a, 
an audience score of like 90 something people are going to be like what the hell is then it, it will ro- you... then it will raise the rotten tomatoes total score yeah and then people will see how much higher it gets because mm-hmm. the movie doesn't actually officially come out till tomorrow does it but the embargo lifted yeah tomorrow so um what was i gonna say i was gonna say something oh another thing i liked about this it's it had that not tarantino's style it was it, this is a damien chazelle film yeah it took what Tarantino loves to do, and this is having multiple story stories going on at the same time that all intertwine. Yeah. Because you follow Jack, Jack Conrad, uh, you follow Manny's life, career, and you follow Margot Robbie's character. I have no and, idea. Um, and Sidney Palmer, the trumpet player. Oh. Him, too. Like, he doesn't... He doesn't really interact with all the Javan, other characters, but he's another kind of... Javan Edipo. He is Brad Pitt... It's a character from Troy tattooed on him. Who does? The guy who plays Sidney Palmer. Oh, I didn't even see his name. Yeah. Does he? He, he, has, his, he has a tattooed on him. Nice. Um, he, um, he was great, by the way. Oh, but it's it's good. another thing that, like, I can see why you're comparing it to Tarantino. You know, with, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I know. Not the actual mean. style of the movie, yeah. just the way that they all delineate. It's the way that it's kind of. There's it's one cohesive story pretty much, but yeah. there are different side plots that go on with throughout it. Yeah, like you're watching. Why is Margaret? Does Margaret Robbie's character not have a name? Yeah, it's not listed. What was her name? I have no clue. I think I just kept referring to her as Margaret Robbie. Yeah, that's fair. But um, my favorite uh, character to watch was Manny. Yeah, and not that I thought Brad Pitt was perfect in every scene he was in. Yeah. He, he, I think he was the best actor in this movie. Nelly Leroy. Ne- yeah. That's what it was. Nelly. Nelly. Nelly was nuts. Insane. It, very good. Yeah. Robbie. But Diego Calva as Manny Torres was so. He was spot on. He was great. Good. Yeah. And that's true to how it works. Like, yeah. Everything you hear about the world of working in the movie industry, a TV mm-hmm. industry, you start off as someone you're. Shipping elephants shipping to parties. Elephants. You know? Maybe not shipping elephants, but you're doing something very small with a yeah, party. You got to work up the ladder. And then you get lucky. A lot yeah. of times, getting lucky. He drove, had to drive Jack Cameron at him because mm-hmm. he was pissed drunk. Yeah. And then he got to go on a movie set and work as an assistant. And he moved up a little bit more, then a little bit more. Now he's a head of a studio. He's yeah. an executive producer on things. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so much fun to watch. And it's so much fun to watch the films change as you're watching the movie. Yeah. Because you you start watching silent films, and it's mm-hmm. the beginning of talkies. Yep. Then you're watching color come into play, and then you're watching mm-hmm. all this stuff happen. Yeah. And it's nuts. It's, I loved it. It's a really, really well-made movie, and it just it, it demonstrates how crazy Hollywood was back then. I know. I wish it was still like that. It's, That's, <laughs> I would so move right It's now. gotten a little more civilized. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely... Have you... um. Have you watched uh, Brad Pitt's interview talking about the opening party sequence? No. So he talks about it. He's like, he's like, I remember he's like, first day we're doing the scene. He's like, I come on the set and I'm like, that's a lot of naked people doing a lot of naked people things with each other. <laughs> he's like, and by the, so that scene took them five weeks. Really? Yeah. Damn. He said by the fifth week, he was just like, oh, hey, Ted is Ted's butt naked doing something. <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. Which is not – I mean, five weeks. If, for those Crazy. who don't know, five weeks on one sequence is a very, 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 yeah, very long time. it's a long time. But, I mean, that scene is important. That is one of the – That sets up the whole yeah, feel of the movie. Yeah, sets up the movie. And, like, you know after that sequence is done, you're like, okay, so yeah. I'm I'm in for this ride now. Yeah. 
and it gets even wilder. This movie just it does. It doesn't like it doesn't slow even down. the snake scene. Like I thought that was so <laughs> funny. It, like, was. it was. It was just wild. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that pretty much describes this whole movie. It's just nuts. Yeah. It. This is a drug fueled ride. Yeah, absolutely. This movie is a movie on coke too. <laughs> yeah, it is but fast paced. It, it still has its time where it can slow down and be very dramatic or comedic, and yeah. it. It is crazy, but it's just it's so good. I know, like I, I I just don't understand. Yeah. I'm trying to think of another movie that was like this where I like was yeah. so confused with the room. I mean, we're we're running out of things to say because like we've said this before. It's easier to talk about bad movies than it is to talk and about good movies. I don't have anything I dislike. Yeah. I, I'm I'm trying. I mean I didn't like the clown. They see for half a second. That was funny. There's a jump, jump. scare in this movie. When was it? I don't want to say it. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. I, I just hand signaled it to Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this movie's just... I, I. There's a chance to me that this is the best movie of the year. Yeah. Like, it's right up there. Like, it's... I loved everything everyone at once. Don't, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. The movie yeah. is phenomenal. This, to me, might have more rewatchability. Like I might go back and watch this before I watch everything over once again. Just because this is so much fun. It, it's just a it, fun. It's just time. fun. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> yeah. This is like a drinking movie. This is like you just. Oh get my god! Trashed. We could definitely think of a drinking <laughs> game for this. Every time someone yeah. does a line, <laughs> you'd be trashed in the first be like ten. Demolished. Minutes. Yeah. And when Manny does the sequence with Nelly, where she's like, "Do you have any drugs here?" And he takes in the room and he points to all the different types. Oh, of yeah, drugs he's there. like, "Coke, heroin, meth." There you go. <laughs> and she's like, "Huh, nice." This is and good she's room. like, "Do some with me." He's like, "I'm good." Yeah. And he does it, and he's like, "Oh." Yeah. Then he starts talking. He's like, "I just want to do movies. I just, I want to do this." Like, he just goes crazy. It's and so I love good. the line. What's the line he says? He wants to do something bigger. He wants to do something that matters. He wants to make a change. He tells Nelly that. Yeah. And right when he said, it, I was like, "That is." Mwah. Yeah, this movie—it's just written really well because you get. I mean, it's Damien Chazelle. We knew yeah. it was gonna be written well. The dude is one. Of but you get the perspective of so many different types of movie stars. You get the classic Jack Conrad. You get the up-and-coming Nelly Leroy. You get the music you get the artists. The, you get the behind the camera. Yeah, you get a bunch of them. You get directors and cameramen and stuff, and then you get the kind of like musical not really a movie star per se but definitely a big name in sydney palmer but then there's a lot of stuff with that character because he's black and there's a lot of racism in that yeah it gets it gets really sad yeah it gets really sad there's some really tough to watch scenes in this movie and you normally a lot of the time when you follow like a movie star in a movie you don't really get to see the negative side of things yeah and nelly you're literally watching the problem child actress or like childhood actor that's like falling apart through their career. Yeah. And that's, that's what happens with her. She falls apart. Yeah. And there's scenes where you feel bad for her. There's scenes where you're happy for her. There's scenes where you just want to rip her head off. Mm-hmm. And then Diego, Manny, I just, I'm going by his real name. Um, Manny Torres, his whole thing is that he just wants, it starts off for his love of movies. And then you can see greed starting to take over a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. And then it starts really taking over, and then his love life takes over, and then, and then Jack Conrad, you just see, he just wants to make movies. Yeah, he just wants to make good movies. He just wants to, he wants to be good himself, but he just can't. He, 
it's the thing. He was a silent film actor, and now he has to go and talk, but he doesn't know how to. He's not and it's, good at it. Yeah, it's rough to see him going from being the biggest star in the world to being a nobody and everybody being like, this guy sucks. So, I, I don't know. I, this movie, it, it's... I can't say this movie's good again. It's not good. It's not good. It's phenomenal. Yeah, fair enough. I'll keep saying, I'll say as many times as I goddamn want to. Yeah, this is I, our show. Yeah. I mean, this movie is going to be divisive because it already has been. But I just can't see the negatives to it. This movie's getting... A, I'm, I'm I, I need to rewatch this when it comes this out. This movie's getting a Best Picture nomination. I hope so. I'm saying it. Yeah. If Nightmare Alley can get one <laughs> and Don't Look Up can get one, this can get one. Yeah. I definitely need to rewatch it again because all I remember is enjoying it and seeing these bad reviews. I'm like, what, like, what did I miss? And this normally, if you have a month <clears throat> to sit with something, mm-hmm. you normally can find some negative things about something. Yeah. Like, I can find negative things about Black Adam, I think I gave it a 70 when we first watched it. Yeah. I'm in the fifth, low 50s. Yeah, because you keep thinking, you're like, that just wasn't that good. But the this, more I think about this movie, the more I like it. Yeah, the more I'm enjoying it. And the more – I I don't know if it's because I'm really – I love the crazy over the top. I love really weird stories. Yeah. And this is a pretty simple story. It's the evolution of film. Yeah, it's the characters who are crazy. It's <laughs> what's going on around yeah. the story that makes it – yeah, nuts. And there's scenes where you're literally on the edge of your seat, and it's late a camera that he had, the guy has to go get. Yeah, and it's nothing crazy's happening, it's, but it's, it's just, so tense. It's so tense because yeah. you just want it to happen. Because the thing with this, it is about the evolution of film. That's 100 percent what it's about. But it's more shown through the evolution of filmmakers. Yeah, or rather, de-evolution rather, I guess, because they're all idiots. Yeah, they all kind of fall apart. They're all yeah. They you just watch them fall apart. You watch how this industry just eats somebody up. James McKay was so good. <clears throat> Tony yeah. McGuire was so funny. Yeah. And you get pers- shit out of me. But- oh, yeah. He's terrifying. But you get perspectives of like people who can handle their fame and people who can't. People who get given a rough hand and are able to step away maybe or step into it. You get the different choices between all the characters. So it's just Holy a really shit. well put together movie. I just forgot. I Someone just clicked in my house like. I was thinking about how a certain character's uh, story ends. I was like, how does their time in the movie? I was like. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. You get to see. You get all of these. Like you were saying, there's a bunch of different like side plots and stuff. That's used to show all of the different endings for these people. How... And everyone gets their ending. Yeah. You everybody gets an ending. Even off screen, you see like newspapers of yeah. like what happened to the character. Yeah. Everybody goes through a different journey. Everybody has a different ending. Not all of them are pretty endings either. No. Most of them aren't. Yeah, most of them are not happy endings. <laughs> Dude, this movie is so fucking good. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Fuck Rotten Tomatoes. I don't even give a shit what they have to say. Yeah. I, I'm, I think I'm officially done with it. With Rotten Tomatoes. Like, I don't think I can use them as a reference anymore. They've just been getting worse and worse. This year, I feel like we have seen, like... Movies that were like, that's just not what the score should be. Yeah. I, it, it's just some of the stuff just doesn't make sense. And I, I just, I need to see the fan consensus here. Yeah. I need to see what the audience have to say. Yeah. Now, I don't hate Holly, I don't hate the Rotten Tomatoes as much as I hate Hollywood Reporter. Yeah. It's, it's getting there though. Because <laughs> I feel like Rotten Tomatoes is either dead on what I think mm-hmm. or it is way off. Way off. Usually way below. Yeah. It's normally I feel like they don't, below. yeah. They don't really, 
rate movies that are like not very good. They don't give a really high score, but they'll rate really good movies with really low scores. Yeah, like it's I don't know, it's just odd. And it's always so split. I feel like the audience, the critic. Yeah, like the movie. Uh, I think it just came out. It's called Nanny. It's on <clears> Amazon <throat> Prime for everyone who's wondering. It's a psychological horror. Uh, Amazon Prime asked me and Ryan to go. Ryan couldn't come with me. Very sad. But uh, it has like a 92 critic score, but like a 42 audience score. Really? And I'm closer to the audience score. Yeah. I didn't love it. It was very weird. But yeah, Rotten Tomatoes, I just feel like it's not on their game. This movie single-handedly has ruined Rotten Tomatoes for me because this movie to me is very close to perfect. And I have a feeling in four or five years from now, I will still feel the same way about this movie. Yeah. No, I... I really like this movie. I can't wait till it comes out on HBO Max, I guess. I don't know who owns it. It was Paramount, so maybe Paramount Plus. Maybe on Paramount Plus. Yeah. It will be on Amazon Prime. Fair enough. Yeah, that's true. I'm but I'm, I'm definitely, I want to watch this again. I want to watch it with other people, too. To see I do want to see other people's reactions to this movie. Yeah, because we think very similarly. So we both liked it, and we both thought the same thing, pretty much. But I'd love to see other people's reactions as things are happening. I know Matt wants to see it. Yeah. I'll go see it again. I wonder. I'm trying to think. Okay. Well, since we're here and not enough time yet to post this episode, we'll ask. I have a question for you. Out of our friend group, so we'll go. Let's just go out of our friends. We'll go. Matt, Sean. We won't even do Colin. Matt, Sean, Luke. Is there anyone else in that group chat? Matt, Sean, Luke. No, it would be Colin the Mania. Yeah. Uh, Anthony. Yeah. Is Puff like movies? Yeah. And then Puff. How many of them do you think will like this movie? I, I feel like Anthony will love it. I think Anthony will like it. Puff, I could see liking. Yeah, I think Puff will like it. He'll enjoy it. I think... I feel like Sean will not like it. You think? No. I think Sean will have fun with it, but I don't think he'll think it's a very good he movie. He gave No Way Home a 60. He did. But I think I think the thing with Sean is that he's going to say it was a really fun movie, but not very good. Okay. In my opinion. I think Matt will enjoy it. I feel like Matt's going to say it's too long. Probably. He does not like long movies. He doesn't like long movies at all. He also doesn't have the extension span. <clears throat> yeah. We watched Bullet Train yesterday, but you didn't come over, you asshole. I'm sorry. Um, and he he missed like the whole beginning of the movie because he was talking. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Luke would like this. I think so. Luke would have fun with it. And then, is that it? That's everyone. Yeah. So I feel like it's a pretty good consensus. Now, what do you think my dad will think? That's going to be strange because I, I can see your dad giving this like a 70-something. Him being like, it was good, but I didn't like the story he that much. He gave everything everywhere all at once an 80. Yeah. I can see him giving this like a 77 or 78. I wonder. He does. He loves Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. My mom will hate this movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she won't hate it because of the story. She'll hate it because of the nudity. Yeah. <laughs> the movie. I mean, the movie. The movie. I can definitely see that the movie's not. It's definitely not for everyone. People no, I, I don't think it is. The dude. nudity and excessive vulgar language and yeah. violence. Because it is excessive. But oh, it it's, should it's be. in excess. Yeah. But again, the whole movie lay in the description. The movie has outrageous excess. Yeah. Which leads to the rise and fall mm-hmm. of Hollywood. That is, that's the, the whole point of it. And yeah, I mean, 
I highly recommend everyone check this out. Yeah. The movie is beautiful. At the time of this dropping, it will be out, and it will be Christmas Day. So maybe go if you don't have anything to do on Christmas. I like going to the movies on Christmas. I've done it before. I will mm-hmm. do it again eventually. Yeah. I highly recommend everyone go watch this. Ryan, is there anything you want to add? Do we have any fan questions? Nope. I didn't even put it up. You should go find a few. Go find them. Go find a few fan questions. we got to pad this runtime a little bit. <laughs> Babylon's three hours long. This is a 36-minute podcast so far. we got to pad this bitch a little bit longer. Uh, okay. Here's some baseball fan questions. <clears throat> okay. Uh, favorite player? This question from Kurt. Bryce Harper. Right now? Yeah, right now, Bryce Harper, all-time Chase Utley. Yeah, Harper's up there for sure. I think all-time maybe Ryan Howard. I love Ryan Howard. I know. Um, so your swing's based off of your batting stance. Kind of. You do bat like I Ryan. do stand pretty you still. You just don't put your leg out like he does. Yeah. But you keep the bat like this. Mm-hmm. Probably Harper is the most fun. Just Phillies fan. Harper's the most fun to watch. Because every time you're like, make it worth it, you son of a bitch, do it. <laughs> And he's, he does. he's worth it. Oh, yeah. He's worth um, it. Favorite sport beside baseball? Hmm. Probably football, I guess. Or soccer. I'd say football. Or hockey. I do love some hockey. I never really got into hockey. I was just at the Flyers game the other night. Oh. Again, I asked you to go to that evening. I couldn't go. You son of a bitch. I forget why. You said because you had work the next day. Yeah, that's true. I did. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, probably football or soccer. Soccer is fun to watch. It is fun to watch. I really like watching soccer. Watching the World Cup. And Union games are so much fun to go to. Yeah. Congratulations to Argentina winning the World Cup. Yep, Messi finally Messi, got one. Officially the goat. Agreed. I was gonna say you better. No, dude. Ronaldo sucks. Stupid. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> um, favorite baseball memory. This question from. Okay, I made this document on December fourth. Favorite. Memory from oh, favorite baseball memory. This question's from Nelly. That fits pretty well. Um, I mean, probably Harper hitting that bomb. It's either Harper hitting the bomb or me hitting a walk off. I've done that twice. Really? I hit a home. I hit a walk off three run home run to go to what to go to a championship game. That's fun. Yeah, but I think the Harper one holds more to me. That is always fun. But I guess playing wise, yeah, anytime playing wise, I, I was always I was a catcher. So anytime you ever called a tip ball for strike three, it was the bet it's the best feeling. But it wasn't ever. hard. It just went right in your glove most of the time. Sometimes it's hard. You're like, whoa. And you're like, yes. It feels so good. Because the kid gets so sad. You're like, yeah. You stupid fuck. Or tagging somebody out that's trying to steal home. That that Get is out a, of like, throwing it's someone so out from the outfield to home is always Oh, it's it's so much fun. Feeling. Go on. Yeah. Oh, we can do suggestions of the week. We haven't done that in a minute. Oh, God. I'm going to recommend... Hmm. You hop on HBO Max and find something. Hmm. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to stay with the characters. You know what? I'm going to recommend The Big Short. Mm. This movie is amazing, and it has probably the best top four of a cast you could ever have. Steve Carell, Christian Bale, Ryan Gosling, Brad Pitt. I got to finish that movie. What? 
What? I haven't seen the whole thing. And Margot Robbie's in it. So I know. I watched that movie. Um, I took a business class in high school, and my teacher put that on because we were learning about like banking stuff, and he just wanted to put some scenes on from that because it is like a pretty. Oh, it's accurate. Like, yeah, it's, it's very accurate. accurate. So he just wanted to show some stuff, and the Margot Robbie scene came on with her in the bathtub explaining stuff. Great scene. And she was like, you know, at the end, she's like, okay, fuck off. Fuck off. My teacher goes, yes, ma'am, no problem. <laughs> and then you also have Jeremy Strong and Marissa Tomei. Yeah. I mean, the cast is God. amazing. Steve Carell, Ryan Gosling. One of my favorite directors, too. Adam McKay. Yeah, Adam McKay is really good. So every, everyone should check this out. This movie is so – it's really funny because Adam McKay. Yeah. But it also has some great, great sequences. Mm-hmm. And if you want to know anything about uh, banking, stocks, or anything like that, I, I would highly recommend this. This movie is very accurate to what it's like. You can check this out on Amazon Prime, Apple TV, YouTube TV, Vudu, Google Play, and Redbox. Yep. This movie currently sits at 90% on Rotten Tomatoes and 80% on IMDb and at 88 on Google. Nice. Um, I'm going to go with the uh, pretty simple one because I can't find anything else. I'm going to recommend Toy Story. It's a great movie. First one? Yeah. It's the first fully computer anim- animated movie ever. Mm-hmm. First version great movie. got deleted. Hmm? It got deleted. No, the second one got deleted. Oh. Yeah. Somebody saved it. And they were like, yes. I got a smooth brain. You do. Yeah, Toy Story is just great. And I can't think of anything else to recommend. So what it go show rewatch on? Toy Story. Huh? Where do you watch it? Disney Plus. What's it got rated? I don't know. Isn't know. it like a 95 or something like that? I don't know. I just know that you didn't pull it up because I can see that you're not looking at your computer. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to get on HBO Max to find something. It wouldn't load. So I just had to sit oh, my hit you with that. Oh, it's at 100%. On Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah. Fuck Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> five Toy out of Story five comments. Those are fighting words. Toy Story 2 is better. Ooh. A lot of people think that. Really? I thought that was a cold take. No, people love the second one. Hmm. I'm not happy. I thought it was bad. Toy Story 2 has a 100% Rotten Tomatoes. Toy Story 3 has a 98. Toy Story 4 has a 97. You're really trying to pull this episode as long as you possibly can. Yeah, I feel bad. Why? I don't know. I'm done. Let's wrap this up. Yeah, we got to we got to go do some Christmas shopping. <laughs> yeah, I got to get somebody a present. Me. I got to get my secret Pollyanna gift. Nobody knows who he is. Me. Yet. I don't know who it me. is. It's, it might be you. It might not be. My sister already told me it's me and you. Yeah, it's you. Yeah. That was just luck of the draw. That was too. just luck of the draw. Too. <laughs> we got each other. Um. But yeah, Ryan, I I have. Is there a money limit? I have fifty dollars to spend on you. Fifty. Yeah. I don't want to get you a shit gift. Yeah, I'm just going to let you know now. I don't like you that much. <laughs> I also don't have $50 to blow on you. I was going to say $20 limit, but I'll take a 50 No. We're I was going to find you something good, but... We're, we're equaling out. By the way, speaking of gifts, okay. do you still have that DVD I got you when you started the podcast? Chaos Walking? Yeah. Yeah. You still have it? Yes. All right, good. What do you think I do? So we haven't brought that up in a minute. Yeah. Chaos so, Walking for, uh, for a lot of you new listeners, right before we get going... So for those who don't know, there was a movie called Chaos Walking. It stars Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley. Uh, this movie took eight years to make. It went through 12 directors and 13 writers, I think. 
And this podcast, at first, as a joke, we kept calling it the Chaos Walking Podcast because I planned it, and I didn't make an episode for like two months. Yeah. And then the first couple episodes were all spaced out like really far. Yeah, you just kept putting it off. Kept so I got him a Chaos Walking DVD. Yes, yeah, so and then Ryan bought me one as a gift. <laughs> so, and then I watched it and realized that that movie was ass. I got you so excited for it, too, because I was like, hey, just, I got you a gift for starting the podcast. You're like, oh, you didn't have to do that. That's all right. And I just left it on your doorstep. <laughs> and I and texted you, him like, you were like, Fuck you you. fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you all have an amazing holiday. No matter what you guys celebrate, we will. Well, first off, do you have anything you want to add? No, I think I'm pretty good. <laughs> you went no. such deep thought for a second. But I thought about it for a second. But yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for the support of the show. <clears throat> next week, it's got to be Avatar next week. We, we have to do it. Yeah, we got to see, go see it. So it will be Avatar and best and worst movies of the year. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, we're almost there. Almost done. Uh, So, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to the show. Make sure to like, share, and download the episode. Make sure to share with your mom, your dad, your dog, your goldfish, Mm -hmm. and, of course, not your cat, your rabbi.